Hello and welcome to another episode of Despite the Challenges, a show where we showcase people who, despite their impeding circumstances and challenges, they not only overcome and turn around their own lives, but they go out in the community and make a difference. Uh, as I had mentioned earlier, we are doing this special uh, segment of series. Uh, just a little bit diversion from our usual standard programs. Uh, we have here um, um, the two individuals from Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital from New Brunswick, um, the program director and a community health uh, from program director from community health uh, promotions, Miriam Mercer, and Veronica Ortiz. She is the domestic violence outreach personnel, again, at Robert Wood Johnson um, University Hospital in New Brunswick. And we are continuing our um, series, the special series on the domestic violence awareness and education no mass program, which was made possible by A1 Foundation grant. So this is the final interviews of our special series. Miriam and Veronica, welcome to the show. Thank you for yeah. having us again. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So let's mm -hmm. let's see. We have covered in our past uh, couple of uh, uh, segments a whole lot about this no mask program. Mm -hmm. um, there are three tiers, as I understand. You know, one to reach out to Latina, the women, mm -hmm. uh, the New Brunswick. Uh, and vicinity uh, to talk about domestic violence, sexual assault. Mm -hmm. right? And then the second tier of this program is to reach out to the community leaders, mm -hmm. uh, professionals, first responders, churches, mm -hmm. everyone else that we come across. So I'm sure that there has been an overwhelming response mm -hmm. and uh, your work continues even though the project will be over. Mm -hmm. So tell us, tell us so what's happening within the community, the feedback, the uh, so impact. The third tier, like you said, is about bringing awareness and education to the entire community. And we chose the name Todas Somos Orquídea. We are all Orquídea because it, it's based on the experience that we had many years ago of an incident in town of a, a woman murdered by her husband. Um, and at that time, we decided that we were gonna take a collective approach of work mm -hmm. um, to bring awareness and education to our community. And that situation, you know, it changed us in many ways. And the way we decided to go about it was doing the work and yes. fighting back. Mm -hmm. And in la lucha estamos, we are in the fight. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's a good fight. And we, continue, we need to continue that fight. Absolutely. Right. So, um, what are what are some of the things that you are hearing back from the community? Yeah. So we've been receiving great positive feedback from the women. Um, you know, they we have a survey at the end that we give to these women, mm -hmm. and in the survey, a lot of what we're hearing is the fact that they are feeling more empowered um, as a woman and they're learning that you know the victim is never to blame they're learning that men and women um, deserve to be treated with equal respect mm -hmm. they're learning to 
um, the importance and the value of supporting one another, not just in good moments, but in the difficult moments as well. Mm -hmm. And they're also wanting to talk more with their children about what domestic violence consists of and what a healthy relationship should consist of. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it really is reinforcing um, the, the cultural Latino value of women helping women and the fact that they're really there supporting one another, hearing st each other's story, and then bringing it out to the larger community and, and providing the information that they learned. Mm -hmm. So once you, once you have that door open to them, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of information provided to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's not like in an instant um, response that, you know, just because they were in a workshop mm -hmm. and they'll come out. Mm -hmm. Do you find that they confide uh, to certain professionals, people, churches, or clergy to open up or they are, uh, it just depends. How do, how do you see their cultural behavior? I know, I understand that there might be hesitation to reach out to the police, mm. right? So. But I think that, you know, when we, when we go out and talk to women, we are um, doing uh, educational programs that are mm -hmm. culturally and linguistically appropriate, mm -hmm. and we are in spaces where they feel safe, safe. to talk. Mm -hmm. And we always remind them that this is a safe space to mm -hmm. talk. Mm -hmm. um, I think that I think people in the community has been surprised of um, the amount of work that has happened. Um, this is coming a lot from a medical institution where you go mm -hmm. to heal people and not necessarily out in the other side of you know the, the prevention. So I think it has been uh, a lot of um, good feedback from our community-based organizations that have partnered with us mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody has a say, that everybody's informed of how mm -hmm. to, can we better address these issues in the community. So the feedback, you know, we had the unveiling uh, a couple of weeks ago and we had more than 85 organizations show up to the courtyard at the hospital and we're very impressed with the kind wow. of work that we have. We have survivors talk, mm -hmm. we have community leaders, we have hospital representatives that were there mm -hmm. um, and we have city officials um, talking wow. about how can we better partner to serve our women. 85 organization is a large number mm -hmm. and we're mm -hmm. talking about uh, the Middlesex County or just the mm -hmm. a city of New Brunswick. We are talking about the city of New Brunswick mm -hmm. and the wow. city of Perth Amboy. This I grant see. is going to cover both cities because they are the largest mm -hmm. um, cities with uh, a, a high percentage of Hispanics living. Mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that uh, we did touch about a little bit on um, the education for teachers and especially, you know, reaching out to the uh, younger population or the younger victims of the domestic violence. Um, as we understand that there's so much national studies and data is available, the domestic violence, uh, yes, is mostly a gender-based uh, violence. You know, uh, majority of the recipients are women. Mm -hmm. But there are men also who mm -hmm. are victims, right? Mm -hmm. So does anywhere you find that you feel the need to open up that door for men who are a victim of domestic violence? 
Absolutely. Um, recently, we attended a community fair, and we had both men and women coming up to our table. Mm -hmm. And when we talked about our initiative, there were men that were like, okay, well, what about us? You know, men can be victims too. And, you know, we definitely validated, absolutely, you are completely, you know, correct. And, you know, that although this initiative is focusing on Latina women, that we would be more than happy to come back and do a, mm -hmm. a workshop, either co-ed or for men in particular, but we are seeing that men are interested in finding out more. More. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there could be good intentions as well that, okay, I don't like it myself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I want to stop it, but I don't know how. Mm -hmm. right. or, or they could be, you know, uh, people that have seen that that their sister yeah. is a victim, that their mother yes. is a victim, mm -hmm. yes. and that they also need the information. Yeah. We cannot assume that everybody that comes is because is, they are is abuser. A, exactly. uh, abuser. Exactly. Right. exactly. Yes. Exactly. So there is a big need there to open up the door to pretty much every part of the community, Absolutely. men, women as well. Uh, there is so much need, as I understand, I talk to different professionals and uh, um, the LGBT conversation mm. that comes up that domestic violence is just not limited to women only. Mm -hmm. And I understand that the objective for this project is um, women especially mm -hmm. the education and awareness of women. Mm -hmm. But the type of work you are doing when you reach out to the community, so the floodgate can open, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? You get more than what you anticipated. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that there's a whole lot need out there than sometime we can estimate. Mm -hmm. In your approaches to uh, when you go out do some workshops, I, and I understand again, for my viewers, I want to make sure that uh, th this project has an objective. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it's only uh, limited to women, mm -hmm. right? What I would like to talk for a couple of minutes, that the need that you find within the community, culturally, people may open up or the LGBT issues that they are not opening up or another uh, underlying causes that become cause of the domestic violence. Do you find that in interacting with people who come to attend your workshops? We, we have been doing that work from before, doing the NOMAS work. We, the original work that the coalition did was a lot of domestic violence, 101 awareness that we did with the Adult Learning Center, the preschools, the housing uh, secretary, um, and a lot of had to do with training about, you know, the, the basic information on domestic violence that also uh, included the gay community and how this is across the board it's not on one particular group or one particular sex mm -hmm. so we we've been doing that kind of work of of course we are going to find everything when we open up a flyer and we send a flyer yes. to every home in the school system we're going to find all kinds of situations and yes. all kinds of families yes mm -hmm. and we are we need to be prepared we 
I have been very fortunate to have in the coalition domestic violence awareness uh, experts mm -hmm. that have guided us to create educational programs that target everyone, everyone. Um, and also to be able to educate other organizations on the dynamics of the domestic violence. Yes. Well, at the end of the day, domestic violence is domestic violence, regardless of who is the recipient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when we take into the broad uh, the category of domestic violence and sexual assault, anyone could be targeted. Mm -hmm. um, can we talk a little bit about the sexual violence that maybe in, in case of domestic violence, as the name suggests, that it would be someone living in the same household experiences violence. Sexual assault can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. It may or may not be the family member, maybe known or unknown person. Mm -hmm. Do you find that there is a lot of stigma uh, among people to report that? Yeah, I feel like there is a, a stigma whether it's domestic violence or sexual violence or sexual assault. And I think that that's one of the things that we're trying to target within this workshop, within this initiative, is that, you know, we're really trying to bring these issues out of the shadow and into the light. Like, these are discussions that need to be had in order to, you know, knowledge is power. So the more information that you have about mm -hmm. the topic, the more options that you have, the more that you're willing to, to move forward and, and to make more informed decisions. So, yeah. I think that one of them is that you know we inf that we bring to the table in doing this workshop is that sexual assault can happen within the marriage, and that, that is something mm -hmm. that our women are not aware. I think yeah. this is a big myth, and and this and is, and, uh -huh. and this is something we discuss with them as part of the educational program, mm -hmm. um, and it's you see that you know you see their faces for the first mm -hmm. time realizing that. I thought it was something wrong, but I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that this is one of the areas that we bring to the mm -hmm. table that um, they are for the first time listening that this should not be happening to you, not even if you're married to a person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That no is no. No is no, mm -hmm. I see. Um, and I'm sure that this would continue beyond the projects and dates. You know, this is a very crucial uh, initiative and uh, a topic to, to uh, discuss over and over mm -hmm. with the communities. You know, there's more part of the um, community that uh, sometimes they are not as obvious to us, but somehow they contribute uh, in a good way, in a good way. I would like to ask you how, um, when you go out to churches or houses of worship, the perception that you are getting as your program and uh, the platform they have allowed you. So, so, so the work with the churches has been an ongoing uh, process. Um, many of our uh, pastors and priests didn't have a lot of information regarding domestic violence and really didn't know how to address that mm -hmm. within the contents of the church if the two of them were members of the church. Yes. Um, they, they did not have the skills to recognize the red flags mm -hmm. um, and through a lot of education and awareness um, we have been able to train many of our um, church pastors. Our original work was to get into the churches and train a lot of our clergy and our lay people, your deacons and your elders, 
because there's a very specific things that happen in a church when the two the couple are members of the church and many times the clergy thinks and the mm -hmm. and the deacons that what they need is marriage counselor but actually we could put women at risk if we start doing because this is a relation that is on, on not equal mm -hmm. um, so we need to make sure that the pastor understands and the deacons understand that this information that the women is giving to them has to be kept in secret and that she needs to get the I resources see. and the information before they contact the men um, in the church so we it's been a, a long struggle we have some resources that we have um, acquired over the years of how to better um, serve women that are at church and and their partners yes. right there with them at the church uh, I think this is very valuable to uh, you know to address that especially for our viewers who are mm -hmm. watching it and I want to make a point that uh, not if uh, you know if uh, the impression is that they need marriage counseling, mm -hmm. it may not be the case mm -hmm. for that puts them on risk. So there has to be a uh, better approach, maybe I'll, some confidential way to pass this information on to her, ask the right questions, and mm -hmm. what those right questions should be, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Get a little bit more information before we label them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's part of um, our sessions too, you know, especially in the Latino culture, the fact that religion is, is super key and important. Um, so we definitely acknowledge that, you know, you make a vow before God and, you know, you make a vow to stay through the good and the bad. And so then we really try to tell them that there are some clergy that really truly understand domestic violence and that they see that the abuser is the one that breaks the vow first, the moment he lays Very his important. hands. Yes. yes. And so yes. therefore, if she were to get divorced, you know, since divorce is seen as unacceptable, but if she were to get divorced, it's okay because she's not the one to have broken the covenant first, the, the abuser was. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's an, an important um, step mm -hmm. for the women you know, the most often in some other cultures as well is mm -hmm. a marriage is a vow for a lifetime. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, because of the abuse, mm -hmm. if woman takes a step to leave the relation, she's breaking that vow. Mm -hmm. And that keeps them into the situation. Yeah. Yeah. So having that understanding, and we are living in 21st century, no one should live with an abuse, mm -hmm. right? So I think, I think uh, the work that uh, this project uh, had taken you out there uh, to do and as you mentioned that this has been going on for many years with the uh, local communities and um, with this uh, healthcare initiatives etc. Uh, I think I'm, I'm really surprised and amazed in a good way mm -hmm. uh, surprised that you have so much community collaboration mm -hmm. coming in into it. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned uh, 85 organization. organization on the unveiling com, um, mm -hmm. ceremony mm -hmm. that's in a huge that's in a huge accomplishment right yeah yes. I feel like it's it it shouldn't be about competing with one another it really is about it's coming community. together community together is yes. key not only with the with the community organizations but coming together in the, with the community members as well mm -hmm. so like we we ask for these Latina women, we ask for their feedback, you know, because we find that 
their feedback is very, very valuable. So we are more than willing to um, reconstruct parts of our curriculum in order to better serve their needs. Their needs. Exactly. That's uh, specific to the cultural mm -hmm. mindset as yes. well as to the community. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there is uh, so much more to talk about, but I want to ask you, both of you, if you would like to, if there isn't a, some message that you want to share with our viewers. And I welcome to share that message both in English and Spanish. Mm -hmm. You know, please do so. So, yo quiero decir que la violencia doméstica no tiene lugar en nuestra comunidad. I want to say that domestic violence has no place in our community and that there's help out there. Hay ayuda y busquen esa ayuda. Go out and look for help. And Thank I you. think, you know, the one thing that I want to leave off with is with one of the feedback responses that we received is the fact that we shouldn't live a, and live a life of fear, but of love and happiness. And, and I think that is, is so empowering. It is. Mm. It is. Mm. Well, I, I, my thoughts uh, are that domestic violence is not a women's issue, it's not men's issue, and it is society's issue. Mm -hmm. And we need to come together as a society to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And I really thank you for giving me an opportunity to have this special series uh, with, uh, and being part of uh, this program. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish you a lot of luck and hope that uh, communities in Pathamboy and uh, New Brunswick would benefit not only just the duration of the program, but for long time to come. And um, thank you so much for doing this great work. And thank you for inviting us to tell our story. Yes, thank you very much. And thank you to the Avon Foundation for allowing this to happen. Thank you again. And for our viewers, there's going to be a lot of information available on the Facebook pages. There would be a, in month of October, we have a coalition march that uh, information would be available on the Facebook page. And uh, please look for uh, the tags that we would be displaying. You can get, uh, you can come and join us, be part of this initiative, help out, reach out to community, help who you, who you can. And if you have any questions, feel free to contact any of these uh, professionals. Thank you for joining us and being part of this special series. I am host Ritu Chopra. <laughs>